finally time for the Friday Night Morning Show with Angelica, Jesse, and Kevin. So what's up with Title 42? And did CNN give Trump a town hall? I'm Angelica, and this is The Great Matters. How are you today, fellas? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Again with the phone. <laughs> oh, the phone. Yes, with the phone. Happy Friday, people. It's a Friday it's morning, a Friday morning show. show. How are you doing? We're here. Happy PM. Kevin, how are you today I or tonight? Fantastic. Yes. I, I, I told you a little bit in the paper. Rented lips tonight. Don't steal Steve Murray's line. Come on. Well, that, that's what you call it. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were college. Like he was talk. paying attention. You was on your damn phone. At any rate, we were talking in the pre-production meeting. I had a great week at Trap this week. Yes. As you know, Kevin has been getting out there and getting around people. So this oh. is week two or three? How three many? Well, it's technically, according to the league, we're in week uh, five. Ooh. So, yeah. I But you can shoot like behind and catch up. So I've caught up now. I've done... Five and in fact, I I did six because I can't go Thursday. Okay, so you I, did one in advance. I did one. You can do that. Oh, you can do that in advance or behind, whatever. And mm-hmm. just and I didn't even tell you guys. I bought a new gun. Sarah, Ooh. Sarah, let me buy a new gun. Well, that's good because what, me and Sarah uh, were talking, and she's like, "He's there? in some shoot shit." I was like, "You know, this is a step in the right direction, Sarah. Let him let him get out of the house." Biden would be so happy with me. I bought a shotgun. No, nothing automatic. Why, why would Biden be so happy? Remember with you? He, when he said we got to get rid of all these assault weapons? Just, just go buy weapon. a shotgun. Yeah. That's all you need okay. to protect your home. You don't need a pistol. You don't need Mm-mm. a assault rifle. You should buy a shotgun. Yep. Because uh, evidently it. shotguns are safe. Can't uh, kill you you, you, you I don't can know. kill somebody with a shotgun. Well, well, no, I, I bought a nice I mean, shotgun. It's kind of hard to. Commit like a really mass shooting with a shotgun, it, especially close. mine because it's a break action over under. Break action over under. So you get two shots. You get two shots, and then you got to reload, yeah. which takes at least 10, 20 seconds. Yeah. Is it like the one I have? No. Yours is a home defense shotgun with a handle grip, and it's, oh, a, yeah. Holds, yeah. Uh, it's sexy. probably six shells and one in the chamber, so shev- seven shells, and it's a pump action. Yeah, it is. With a short barrel. Oh, you're good. It's oh, good, yeah. It's good for songs. Stop a motherfucker. It, it, it'll literally saw somebody in half. Uh-huh. Yeah, because that's the intent. But no, I like it. I've never shot trap. And all right, I'm going to toot my own horn. I The last two rounds I did, 21 out of 25 clays I hit. <sighs> That's pretty damn good. I, I was impressed. Oh, man. 80, 85, 89% somewhere in that range, I suppose. Yeah, maybe 90, right? Maybe I mean, 90. that's pretty good. It's only, yeah, I mean, you only missed four, right? Yeah, I only missed four in the whole yeah, round. That's definitely got to be 90. Each round is 25 birds that you shoot at, and yeah, I hit. 21. I'll I was, what, I was having me. a ball. You were in the yeah. zone. Yeah. I was. Yeah. Kevin was in the shotgun zone. That's good. That's good. I'm but happy for you. I, unbelievable fun. I never knew what kind of fun uh, organized trap shooting is. I, I just didn't know. I was never exposed to it. I, like I said, I've hunted my entire life. I've, I've you know gone after pheasant, grouse, duck, you name it, goose. I've, I've had shotguns my entire life. I've hunted deer my whole life. I've hunted small game. I've always done the hunting thing, and I did clay pigeons in the backyard just to get good with a shotgun. Never have I done... Uh, organized trap and it it is a 
blast. It is so much fun. Yeah, I've never I think done it. I'm going to pull I'm, Sarah into it, man. Think, think Sarah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That thing's I've never fun. done organized trap either. My favorite bird, my favorite hunting with a shotgun has got to be pheasant. Yeah, I used to do a lot of pheasant hunting when I was a kid. That reminds me of a story. Please Dude, no. I'm going to do it. Story time. Oh, boy. So when I was a, you know, you remember uh, Weber? <laughs> yes. You got three minutes. So Weber had a dog named Meg. She was three. A, she was a hunting dog. I'm trying to cut it down. She was a hunting dog. Purebred black lab. Wonderful, yes. wonderful dog. We need to know that. Back behind Paul's house was probably t- 15 acres of lowland. And we had gone out pheasant hunting. In the morning, didn't see anything. And he's like, well, I'm going to. And so I was like uh, 17, maybe. I hadn't done much hunting, you know. He's like, well, I'm going to go take a nap. I said, okay. I said, I'm going to go do another walkthrough with Mags. He's like, okay. Sure shit. I walked literally down the hill, maybe 300 feet to the cattail grasses before the little swamp area. And I started walking. Mags starts running out in front of me. Pops up a bird. Boom, shoot it. Walk downstairs. Because I had told him before I leave, if I shoot, a du- if I shoot one, I'm going to come out because I know how to clean it. Right, right. So I'm going to come wake your ass up to help me clean it. He's like, yeah, okay, right. <laughs> Literally, I go, walk, not five minutes, I go walking in and it's like, <laughs> Time to a, clean a bird. Fi- he probably wouldn't even up, sleep. <laughs> I shoot it. Walk back up to the house. Set the shotgun down. Now, this is his house. And this is one of those times where I never... Ever knocked to walk into Paul's house. Yeah, he knew you. We'll get into that later. Go ahead. So I walk in, I walk downstairs, and he walk into his room. Lights are off. He's laying in bed like that. I hold the pheasant literally by the neck, dead pheasant right in front of his face. (laughs) Weber, wake up. You have to help me clean this fucking bird. And he wakes up and he's like, what? Where did you get that? I just shot it. As far as doing something that you didn't expect to be fun, I think the first couple of times I went to the gun range, I was alarmed at how much fun I had. And quite frankly, I think it's time for us to go again. I would love to. really enjoy it. uh, Do that clay shooting. That'd be a lot of fun. I don't do well with moving targets. Unbelievably fun. I I never, I didn't have a clue. I had told the guy that invited me to come with, I'm like, why didn't you tell me about this before? I I absolutely (laughs) love it. If you don't make fun of me, I'll try it with you. Yeah. We have to find a, excuse me, a range. Because there's certain, I mean, gun, what, I'm usually bad at everything, but clubs, I'm a good sport. Because I know, is it you do yours in Buffalo? They have one here in St. Michael. Uh, they do have one in St. Michael, but I'm going to the Buffalo Gun Club. Yeah, over on 12 or 55. No, it's right on 55. Yeah, 55. Yeah. No, I said 12. Absolute blast, though. So, yeah, that, that's been my week. I got a new gun, I went trap shooting, and and then just work. All of you. I, I work full-time job. I had another 50 hours. Speaking of all of you, thank you for being with us tonight. We <laughs> thank really you, thank appreciate you. you being here. We want to thank you for coming on. If you were on on time, we appreciate you. So, yeah, we just finna dive right in. We took a little time to catch up and do stuff. But, yeah, this Title 42 thing. Uh, and FYI, I have a general kind of laughing out loud approach to our current government presidential situation i've went through all the stages of grief like i've been through anger sadness fear like last week was not talking about being afraid all the time yeah. like i was really afraid of everything last week this week i'm just like laughing at everything so if i appear to not be taking it seriously it's i am taking it seriously but 
It's funny at this point. It's just comical. Just make sure you read her shirt. It's comical. Wait, wait, what does that say? It says I'm mentally rolling my eyes right now because- Which, is, which um, she's going to be doing a lot during the episode. Because, I mean, it's just like, I, I, we've been right, and, and it's just to the point, everybody is just now catching up to the shit that we've been saying. Besides y'all, obviously. I'm talking about the idiots on the fucking news and then the, these elite motherfuckers and the people who just like, are just now figuring out the shit that we've been saying. So that's why I guess I'm kind of laughing at it at this point. Like you're, you're just now catching up dingus. Like we're onto some other shit now. We, we got bigger fish to fry. Let's, let's keep up. So yeah, title 42 is supposedly expiring or has expired, but um, yeah, I, I, I saw some pictures of people just flooding in and I was just cracking up. I mean, I was like, look at them, you know, it's a whole bunch of motherfuckers. Like a lot. I, I heard like, the 150,000 like are, are on their way. <laughs> and of course, you know, they're being funded by pigs like Soros and, and those oligarch motherfuckers, probably Bill Gates too. Yep. To be pushed up into the United States. So if you're like, what is Title 42? It is, <laughs> I don't even want to say this. Why you print this like that, Kevin? Did you print this to say it like that? Or, or did you type it or did you print it? I typed it. Why you say controversial? It ain't controversial. Well, it is controversial to a lot of people. I mean, it, it's... I don't like how this is starting off already. <laughs> no, I mean, understand that the Title 42 was put in place during the COVID medical emergency thing. Yeah. And you can't have it both ways. No. Either, either you agree with all these crazy emergency powers that the government just kind of took. They, they did a smash and grab and grabbed all this power. Either you agree with that or you don't agree with it. You can't say, oh, I like this policy, so that's okay. And we're going to keep that. But I don't like this one, so get rid of it. So, yes, it was controversial at the time it was enacted. Well, it's a controversial Trump-era policy that the allowed— effect, The effect— we agree with, right? It did good things. Yes, I think it did. Well, it allowed for a rapid expulsion of asylum seekers throughout the COVID-19 pandemic. And that was set to expire, it says, tonight, midnight tonight, if today's Friday. It was midnight Thursday, so. They pushed it back. last night, I believe. It, it was last night it expired. Well, it said Friday, so. Well, well it, technically it did because yeah, it was It was midnight. Friday morning. Midnight yeah, yeah, is Friday yeah. morning. I hate when people do that. Right? Just say Friday. <laughs> what, Just what, say what, Friday. What army then. time is that? I didn't get a chance <laughs> to study. You put me on the spot. Oh, my God. She, she, well, she asked me the other night. See, I could never ask you nothing else. What is, what is that? Oh, 600. What, what, hey, what is that? I'm going to interrupt you. Say hi to Robert. He joined us. He's hi, Robert. Hi, Robert. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Yeah, you just came in time to see him making fun of me. I asked him a very private question last night. I was reading something, and they used military time. And I said, hey, honey, do you know what this means? And he explained to me. And now you're bringing it up now. All right. <laughs> yes, we're married, folks. <laughs> back back to Title 42. I know. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it's set to expire. Uh, what is it? Title 42 is the entire section of the U.S. federal regulations that permit to public health. However, it has come to refer to specific rule within that section that allows the director of the Centers for Diseases Control and Prevention to block non-citizens from entering the U.S. for public health reasons. So, 
I kind of like that last part a lot. Well, yeah. So what Title 42 said was if you're coming into this country and seeking asylum, you, you're claiming to be persecuted in another country, that you can seek asylum, but you're not going to be allowed to wait here while you go through that asylum process. So they were actually sent back to Mexico. You, you come well, across that was the, the deal that Trump had like done that. with the president of Mexico at the time. He made a deal with the president of Mexico at the time, I believe, because he had to have his approval, I think. Well, I, yeah, I don't know about that. I, I think so. And I think there was, there was something that he, him and the president. Well, got together I think said, Trump just said, we're going to do it. Yeah. And he told the president <laughs> of Mexico, I said, I, you know, I think he said, we're just going to do it. Mm-hmm. So they were, Cojones. they were able to kind of try to stem the tide of illegal immigration. Cause it's really easy to come across the border and say, I want to, I'm seeking asylum. Yeah. And then it's a big, long process. Yeah. You got to fill out mountains of paperwork. The judges get involved, lawyers get involved. And, and you have asylum hearings, an actual hearing to determine whether or not you're you know, yeah. valid to mm-hmm, seek. Mm-hmm. And this process is years long. Well, it it's because it's bureaucracy years. and it's government Absolutely. and that takes forever. So what Trump said is, hey, we've got a medical emergency, COVID, and we don't want to promote the spread of COVID. So if you come seeking asylum, we're going to make you wait in the country you're coming from before you can do this as you go through the process. And it stopped a lot of people. I mean, I forget what the numbers were there. Mm. There was one heck of a lot of people that this prevented from entering the country. Probably. Well, I sure certainly ain't preventing them now. But are there uh, numbers on there? You just can't find them. Yeah, or? there are. Well, somewhere. there were some other numbers on the bottom. But I was just going to kind of yeah. go through the paper. Well, sure. You, just, I mean. you know what? The both of y'all tonight. Oh, y'all yeah. just y'all not. <laughs> what is your a, deal? What is y'all deal? Y'all was picking up before no we deal. even started. I for have, the record, I, I, y'all we came both here been giving same, me weird energy. We we came here together and we. You know I have no deal. I, I gave you a compliment on your shirt, and the first chance you got, you took a dig at me. On my I did not give you a compliment. He on literally your shirt. attacked me. I was oh, saying God, we were no, standing in Kevin's driveway, and he attacked me over my shirt. Each other. So anyway, <clears throat> Kevin's getting upset. <laughs> so the Biden administration ultimately announced at the end of January that it would end the COVID nineteen public health emergencies May eleventh. Also ending the rule that was tied to the emergency declaration. So um, whatever Title 42 was trying to do, preventing people from coming here, they had to stop at their first country. Biden's trying to zip a zip a do done with that. So, yeah, they're going to get rid of it. The biggest thing that ticks me off about this. We had Biden when he took office claiming that, you know, this, this COVID emergency is so bad that we've got to keep all these emergency things in place, right? All these emergency orders and masking and social distancing and and all the nonsense they put us through. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And all that stuff was sacrosanct. You couldn't, couldn't talk about COVID, but title 42, which was enacted for COVID for medical reasons. Oh, that's bad. We want to get rid of it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and Biden tried to get rid of that. One of the first things he tried to get rid of in his in his when he took office was this Title 42 provision. Not all of Title 42, mind you, just this part of with the asylum. And it was for, put in for medical reasons. 
Now, why, why is it okay to get rid of that, but not all the rest of the nonsense that was destroying our lives and businesses and, and people? Mm. But we'll get rid of Title 42. Now, ultimately, he was prevented from doing that from the Supreme Court, right? Yeah, and the reason he did it is because it would it would it would open the borders, and we'd have a flood of what we're what we're about to see. Well, it's already started. It's been going on for two years. They've been flooding. Oh, we haven't seen border. anything yet. I mean, you know, this, <sighs> this week I have literally been watching the news coverage. People in helicopters filming the people gathering at the border, waiting for Title 42 to expire. Well, yeah, with the expiration, uh, it is widely anticipated to cause a surge of migrants at the southern border with Border Patrol preparing for as many as 10,000 migrants a day. Yeah. A day, people. A now, day. It, it, now, you got to think of this. Now, they, the reason they're doing this is they want to flood the border with so many people because they know that a certain percentage are going to get captured, a certain percentage are going to get through, a certain percentage are going to, you know, get let into the country. They know all this. Well, you should rest assured, honey, because Biden said we are doing all we can, acknowledging that it's going to be chaotic for a while. Oh, they ain't doing fucking <laughs> shit. That was me. That was me dig, digging deep. Oh, yeah. By dramatics. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be chaotic. <laughs> they ain't doing fucking shit. It's going to be a little little wonky. So you know? understand, people, what happens now is because tor- Title 42 is expiring. We fall back to what was termed as Title 8. Title 8 has to do with immigration mm-hmm. and, and asylum seeking. And... Under the old system, under Title Eight, before we had 42, and now that it's gone, we have it again. If you come to the country and you seek asylum, you come in, you say, I need asylum. And they say, okay, and you fill out this hill of paperwork. And then they say, okay, you've got a court date in two years for your asylum hearing. So make sure you're back here on or at the courthouse in two years for your asylum hearing. Well, duh. They, ain't they, they walk out the front door and they're free and clear into the United States they, and they, they are never yeah. coming back. Well, yeah. yeah. They yeah. go anywhere in the United States. Yeah. But like like President Biden has said, they're making some preparations, such as uh, they're going to surge some resources to the southern border, not close it. Since the resources like 1,500 uh, military personnel, 24,000 law enforcement Personnel, where the hell are they going to even get that many cops? Is that them cops, right? Yeah. Where are they going to get that many cops? Well, I, I think I think he's talking about border patrol. Uh, oh no, uh, there's there's more border. Patrol. I, I was going to say uh, 1,100 new new border patrol. Oh, so that's, uh, processing. I don't, know con- I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> processing conductors. So basically, going to be doing paperwork. They're not. They're not going to be doing anything. He ain't going to do shit. You know. I mean, basically, they, they're doing this to prevent the fallout. So what you were just talking about the Title Eight, which allows for uh, the expedited deportation of migrants who are who are encountered between legal ports of entry and bars those migrants from seeking re-entry for five years. So let's clear up a little bit of what that just said. So in other words, under Title VIII, let's say you were coming from Guatemala and you wanted to seek asylum in the U.S. Well, Title VIII says that, yeah, we're going to treat asylum seekers right, but if you are truly seeking asylum, 
you would stop at the very first country that you come across after leaving the country you're fleeing, right? Doesn't that make sense? Mm, yeah. I mean, you yeah. just want to be safe. Yeah. If you're seeking asylum and you come to a country and say, I need to come into your country because I'm seeking asylum and then walk across the rest of the country to get to another country, you're not really seeking asylum in any country. Exactly. And that, so what they have said under the old title eight or under what Biden is trying to do is say, if you cross that country, if you didn't seek asylum in the first country you came to, we can expedite your deportation and stop you from seeking asylum for five years, which was a Trump policy. Trump put that policy in place. Biden is now trying to claim this policy for his own to say, see, see, I'm doing something about the immigration problem. I'm doing something. And that I shouldn't say immigration. I'm doing something about the illegal alien problem. The inv- yeah. No, it's not. It's not that. It's the invasion. Yeah, we're exactly. being invaded. The Ameri- yeah. America is being invaded we are. right now. Yeah, we're being invaded. We're going like to hear some comments later from various senators and whatnot, and it drives me absolutely freaking bonkers. I circled it on the page with highlighter because it makes me so fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. I see where you put the circles there. <laughs> They're migrants. They're, they're migrants and they're immigrants. No, they're not. They're well, illegal aliens. Well, Krista well, Cinema is all like Title 42's in would result in a humanitarian crisis. What the fuck is it now? Like, is it not right? a humanitarian? I mean, do, do we need to get to 10,000 a day before well, it's considered a crisis? What I, I want to know is if, how are these migrants? Illegal aliens. Illegal aliens. Illegal, whatever you want to call them. That's what they are. I call them invaders. Lawbreakers, invaders. How do they get 2,000 miles? I mean, I'm looking at a map right now, and my eyesight's with the blind, but I'm looking at the general region of of Central America. For them to walk all the way from Central America through fucking Mexico to the the United States has got to be six, five, six thousand miles. It's a long free walk. How do they do that if they're so destitute and poor? A, how do they pack enough food, water to travel 6,000 miles? B, what do they use to carry all that food, water to travel 6,000 miles? I don't see a whole bunch of invaders walking with donkeys and carts and pack mules. No, they, they are carrying this crap on their back, literally. Let's put this into perspective, people. I go up to the Boundary Waters for a week, seven days at most, between five and seven days. And I have to, you have to pack every single thing in that you need and pack everything out, every single solitary thing. And we pack dehydrated food for the week. Yeah. This is dehydrated little packages, individual meals. And when we're going into the boundary waters, this stuff is in a backpack. We have to portage. In other words, we have to walk on a path from one lake to another. You're carrying every single thing on your back. And I got to tell you, I am not a weak person and I can barely, barely carry that pack of food for what they call 90 yard, 90 rods, which is, um, it's approximately a quarter mile, a quarter mile. And by the time I get on the other side of that portage with all that food on my back, I am throwing that pack down and absolutely exhausted and about ready to fall over. 
Yeah, Kevin, but you don't have uh, George Soros with um, water and a bed and possibly a van to carry you a little bit of the way so you can take a little <laughs> nap and maybe get your hair braided. You know, whatever you need to do. Well, that's know? what we're saying. Well, that's th- what has to be th- That is what is happening. Absolutely. These these people are being bussed, trucked. They're Boated? Being, they're mean- being fed. They're being supplied. This whole thing is being paid for by somebody. Mm-hmm. There's no fucking Us. way 3,000 people walk 5,000 miles pushing baby carts and not having supplies to sustain their way. You, you can't, they don't, it just is not fucking logical. Makes no sense, right? Yeah, I'm just kind of looking at some of the shit that uh, Christian Cinema's talking about, and she's like, we're not prepared for this. And, um, you know, you damn right you ain't prepared for it. You need to close the border. Is that it's- Christian Cinema? Is that that rhino Republican? That- yeah. Well, she's an independent. independent now. She got an eye by her name. From Arizona. Yeah, she said, everyone here in Arizona knows we are not prepared. The Biden administration has had two years to prepare no, for this and did cock. not do so, Cinema said. And our state is going to bear the brunt of the migrants who will be in well, crisis I, as soon as next week. You talking about the migrants being in, in crisis. What about the citizens? What about you? No, it's well, like they focus on the wrong What about the people shit. you were elected to represent that She's and more concerned about these illegal... It's literally right here. She's worried about the crisis that the illegal immigrants are going to deal with. What about the people who pay the taxes in Arizona that have to deal with this shit? What about them? We don't care. We nope. don't care because nope. they are Our, good influx of good socialists. They're going to get some... That's books. because every government... State, federal in this country has been has has declared open war on the American citizens. I think that's fair uh, to say. Open war on the Constitution and on the and Constitution the citizens, and the, the citizens, citizens. Every free single speech, citizen in this country, everything they are doing things that totalitarian dictatorships do. They are implementing policies, and they want to continue to implement policies that lead to totalitarianism and dictatorship. And well, and, yeah, that, that's why they're they're not. I don't think they've declared open warfare on the citizenship because they need us to be good little workers and eaters. So they can keep well, the money they don't need yeah. all of us is the thing. They don't need all of us. Well, I've heard Bill Gates, those old guys talk about, you know, five, 500 million to a billion people is all they really need. That is true. That, that is, is true. all. That's all they need. But there's seven, eight billion people on this planet. So six of y'all got to go. Mm. They want, they literally want to <laughs> get rid of five or six billion people. And if you think it's like crazy, I'm going to dive away from the report. Did y'all hear that now they're trying to come for your air conditionings and your dishwashers? Well, New York York already outlawed the gas stove. New York outlawed gas stoves. And you got to see the bigger picture because, and we were talking about this in our meeting, and I kind of love our meetings. We probably should start recording our meetings because they're actually kind of (laughs) fun. But we were talking about it, and it's, it's just this internal attack on the family, on the American family. Like... They have to get into our homes, literally, and destroy them. Meanwhile, the border is wide open. Inflation is through the roof. Joe Biden is breaking more laws than goddamn Castro. And we just supposed to be cool and just. And, and, and meanwhile, you have men. <gasps> Thinking they're women and dominating People women. People pretending, yeah, all that Dominating crap. women in sports. But you also have. 
women thinking that they're men. They're destroying both the actual well, genders well, at the same and, time. And I want to I want to touch on that. How that plays into kind of this you know illegal immigrant migration issue that we're seeing. This mass migration invasion. Okay. So when you look at kind of the mentality of the most of the people that are crossing the border illegally, when they get here, of course, the Democrats love it Mm -hmm. because those people tend to side with the socialism side of things. Well, it depends on where they're from. Well, and no, for the most part, if you look at South America, there's a lot of um, anti-rich, anti-wealth mentality because they are coming from very poor, yeah. destitute areas. So they are already programmed to hate the rich. Okay, so they have that socialist base in that. The problem is there's a real big dichotomy with these people because they are also very, very family and religious orientated. Yeah. You know, Catholicism is huge in South America. There is almost no other religions in South America other than Catholicism, right? right? And they have very conservative family values. Hmm, that ain't going to fly here. Right? So, <laughs> but what you see is that those people I've seen, migrants come across the border, they immediately latch on to the Democrat socialist ideals of hate the rich. For a little rich. while. For a little while. Exactly. If you, and after a period of time, you see, I've seen this. They don't want the American with, dream. With migrants that I've seen, they start to evolve and go, well, wait a minute. Yeah, mm-hmm. we know we, we hate the rich, and that's what the Democrats say. But wait a minute. What is all this other garbage that they're trying to force yeah. down our throat? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you see a shift of the Hispanics away from the Democrat Party. Mm-hmm. We've seen this in Florida mm-hmm. with the Cubans. We've seen it with the Hispanic vote for Trump. Well, and, and Black vote. Those people are shifting away from the Democrat yep. Party. So what's the Democrat? What do they got to do? Get a new base. We got to refresh the yep. base. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, and like I said once before, I mean, you, you almost got to salute them. I mean, they're, they're evil geniuses, very organized. They're very executed, uh, very thorough. Even when the shit don't stick to the wall, they keep throwing it. I mean, you almost have to respect them at this point. It's, it's <laughs> to the point where you just... You remember Adam Schiff? You just have that, to. That fucking cock. <laughs> I have actual proof that Donald Trump... Oh, he's colluded with Russia. It's just, Documented proof it's that just, he colluded with Russia. He said that shit every day on oh, fucking... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every yeah. day. And then the fact that they had their little crying spell because they weren't allowed on the fucking Intel uh, committee. It's like you y'all do the shit all the time. Y'all play the power card. But in the minute somebody played on y'all, you cry boo hoo. Just like LeBron James. They always compare them to MJ oh, like this shit. You know? And then they play some of the footage of just Michael Jordan, just the brutality. What the hell are you of, doing even bringing that up? Because you I just, know you just, he's going to light it off. it just made me just think <laughs> well, about gonna... it because it's a comparison of how one man is treated. He earned his fucking spot. And meanwhile, this penny waste, if you get a hangnail, yo, you know, so it's like... <laughs> He gets touched like this. It's like, I mean, the, the images were so vivid. 
just swimming with him. The busted uh, eyebrow. I mean, his face was bleeding. He got pushed down. He was one of the smallest motherfuckers in the game. The, the, the series no, against the Pacers. Yeah, it was, it where was brutal. they just beat the shit out of him, and then he comes and wins the series after that. I saw. I said I saw he only point. cried when he won. Damn it, LeBron <laughs> cries all the time. But back to this immigrant shit. So the point I'm making is they just they can do it, but they can't take it. So that's 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 kind of what pisses me off. And I'm really upset that she's really more concerned about the migrants facing a crisis instead of the citizens. Like, if that ain't ass backwards, well, I don't know I, what is. The, the reality is, is that they don't. They don't give a shit. They don't give it. a shit. They, they absolutely don't care. A prime example is the whole fiasco with the Trump cages or the Obama cages, mm-hmm. where they went out and said these cages were Trump. The Trump was doing this when those were actually Obama. Mm-hmm. They don't give a shit. When their own people are doing the shit, mm-hmm. they don't care because they don't, uh, they're using the border as a human trafficking fucking tool. The, the, what me. the border is being used for is human trafficking, child trafficking, that's, and to flood the United States with military age men. Hmm? Yeah, Kevin, I'm waiting to see when your prediction is going to come true when they're going to say, hey, you hear illegally? We got a solution for you. Come, come join the military. military, yeah, come join the military. We'll, we'll squash it. Your whole family. Everybody you done brought over. Everybody good. Just give us one man. Here, and, here and you go. I'll, I'll put this on the screen for you. Because I, I just I just totally could see that coming to be. I could see it. There you go. Robert says, ha, 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 Jesse. I know you've been seeing my post about no brawn. (laughs) No brawn. Yeah. Oh, it's Robert uh, uh, Weege. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, He goes on and on about the shit. So now he didn't pull me into it. You know, I got to go off here because this is, I mean, you're fucking with one of the greatest, the greatest basketball players. Well, one. I have a. He's I'm, up there. I'm, I'm don't torn don't, between don't him and Russell. Him. I know, but I'm torn between him and Russell. I mean, Russell's got fucking like 85 fucking rings. He's got more rings than fingers. Anyway, he can speak rotate. LeBron him. James has a four and six record in championship series or finals. You've said this before. You cannot be considered GOAT if you have a losing record in championships. And this motherfucker, because he didn't get fouled the other night. <laughs> The flopping he did. I mean, the man acted like a fucking two-year-old that just got his lollipop taken away from fucking grandma for saying the F word. How do you really feel about him? It's okay. I want to, you know what? He needs to go see Calvin and get a swift kick in the nuts for two bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Back to our report. Um, Tony Gonzalez, who's supposed to be a Republican of Texas, who represents a district along a huge swath of the U.S.-Mexico border, also warned Sunday that the border crossings were getting worse. Quote, oh, yeah. they're getting worse. So I wonder what it will take for them to say, this is pretty fucked up. I wonder what the it numbers good. I mean, at some point they have to. I, I They're just... not going to say that because nothing is fucked up. And they want the country blended with everybody. They want the American culture destroyed. Gone, yeah. They want the Constitution destroyed. Now, we're going to be think- governed by corporate equality indexes and ESG, the environmental social governance, and all that. They would yeah. love to replace the Constitution with Absolutely. those, those well, ideas. We're all corporate citizens anyway, so. I don't like it. Well, another douchebag said, uh, 
Let's see. Senator Bob Menendez, you circled him. He's a Democrat of New Jersey, called Biden's militarization of the border in response to the potential surge of migrants. Unacceptable. Oh, so he doesn't approve. He doesn't approve (laughs) of Biden's decision to send people to the border. This Democrat is so (laughs) out there. Bob Menendez? Yeah, Yeah, he's a wackadoodle. He he calls Biden's militarization of the border in response to the potential surge of migrants unacceptable. He he calls this Okay, we're going to send Border Patrol agents down there and law enforcement people to enforce the law of the land, right? He calls that a militarization. God, these lips are not working tonight. I mean, these are some funny words we're saying, so it's not your fault. Militarization, that's a funny word. Militarization. How the hell do you call this a militarization when all we are doing is upholding and enforcing current law? That's all. Well, Kevin, we know they're not going to enforce the law. We know they're going down there to enforce the people into the country and help them get the paperwork done. So this guy's mad for the wrong reason, bro. But they're not going to do Mendez, anything. Bob Mendez is an absolute nut job. He must he's be. a whack. He's a whack. He's Bob, even more crazy you than Biden. Relax, man. You out there in New Jersey, you better stay off them damn subways and walk in them streets. Y'all out there getting stabbed and shot. You worried about this? You better have security. Yeah. Shit, you got bigger and, fish to fry. And again, he's he's calling them migrants. These are migrants. <laughs> no, they're not migrants. These people are not migrants. This is not immigration. Yeah, this is not that's, a migration. This, this is an illegal invasion. Crime is rampant towards New Jersey. You better be careful. Another way that the socialists have hijacked your English language. They yep. have hijacked the language to rename illegal aliens as immigrants immigrants or migrants they are not immigrants immigrants are people that come to this country lawfully legally and legally Mm. and those people are immigrants and i gotta tell you just for the record i am all for immigration i think immigration is a fantastic thing it has done amazing things in this country we are the country we are today because of immigration, and nobody disputes that. But these people are not immigrants. There's a difference, and I am not advocating that we should shut down all immigration. That socialists, Democrats would love us to believe that people on the right are trying to say that we're trying to shut down well, all yeah, immigration. Because they, we are not. Any Anything on the right that, that directly contradicts them on the left is that you're doing the the extreme. Yeah, it's hy- yeah, it's always extreme. Hyperbole. That's why they call us extremists. When you want when you want to reform the 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 healthcare industry, no, you want to take all the the, the healthcare away from the old people, going to push them off the cliff. Never said that. When you want to reform the immigration, nope, you don't want anybody coming in. You're yes. going to close the borders completely. Nobody Never comes in. If they're coming, they get shot. Said and that, that for. We've got a couple of terms, but I'll tell you one. That is hyperbole, people. When you take the most extreme example, we that's all liberal nut jobs. That's all they have. They have hyperbole. They have straw man arguments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and if, if none of that stuff works, they just call you a racist. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, here, here, here's a little, here's a little segment I want to just kind of make sure we include because it, it, Indirectly refers to that illegal immigrant who killed, I think it was four or five people in Florida. Yeah. The illegal, Texas. Yeah, I'm sorry, Texas. He was shooting his gun or something in, in the front yard and it was like, hey man, could you not do that? There's kids around. And 
He shot came and blew him away. Came, yeah. So this paragraph, I feel, will put it puts me in the mind of him. Check this out. And this is from our boy, uh, Bob Menendez, who is literally a psycho. And this paragraph will explain why. This is him. And I quote, there is already a humanitarian crisis in the Western Hemisphere and deploying military personnel only signals that migrants are a threat that requires our nation's troop to contain. Nothing could be further from the truth, Menendez said in his statement. Now, I wonder what he thinks of that migrant who killed those people. And then there was one specifically, I remember like a year or two ago, who was drinking and driving and killed a little girl. Well, yeah. you know what? Hit the car the and killed the little girl. You know what we need to give Bob? Your friend. We need to give Bob Mendez a swift kick in the nuts. No, let's give him Andrea's a, obituary. the triple barrel. You're number one. Uh-huh. Andrea. All three of us. Andrea, Here, you, need th- to, you need to get Andrea's obituary, <laughs> asshole. This one's for you, Bob. <laughs> All three of us. <laughs> Just here the, in the my triple barrel. Minnesota. He, he was talking about his friend last week. Yeah, yeah. Got killed. And, 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 you know, what, what astounds me the most is that these politicians sit there and say, we care about the American citizen, but we don't really give a shit that an illegal immigrant murdered an American citizen. A person who is not even supposed to be in this country, he's here illegally. So, A, he's breaking the law. And then he commits another crime, a murder of an American citizen. It's an absolute slap in the face. You know, after we left, and I swear I'm trying not to cry because I, after we left, I went and looked at her Facebook and I can just see her face. Uh, it's been staying in my brain since I looked her up, but everybody was just on there saying how sweet she was and she how she had just got sweet. over the loss of her boyfriend and her son. This woman literally was trying to keep it together just for her own, like, yeah, like just trying to get through. And just like that. So, yeah, that to me is the fact that he said that, like, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> so, it, it, she was an amazing human being. I didn't know um, her. I just I just Facebook stalked her after I, I found it, out it, what it, happened it, to her. It, I did. I looked at her Facebook. I recall in high school that there there was some people, you know how high school is. People, kids are freaking awful. And and there was people that were not nice to her no and and yeah. did not treat her the best it didn't matter she still never had she, an yeah. unkind word to no, say about anybody ever no it, it it and this motherfucker should not even be in this country yeah and, he and shouldn't she, even be here but pig people like walls and the nazi crats and all the corrupt politicians, they do not give a shit about the American citizens. They don't care about us. No. It's amazing to me that people actually still think that anybody in government gives a shit about us. They don't care. All they want is our money. All they want is our vote. They don't really fucking care because they're That's rich. exactly it. They have to come on TV and say the words and make you believe they yeah. care about you so you will vote for them. And, and you you have this illusion that they are going to represent your interests. They, these people are representing nothing but their own interests. Republicans, Democrats, all of them. All of them. The whole fucking system, not, the, not our government, our, our constitution. We need to go back to the original constitution before the fuckers changed it in 1871. 
Well, and, and you know, with the uh, with the crap that went down during the Civil War and shortly thereafter, and then again in the you know the Great Society under FDR and in, in the Great Depression when they bastardized the Constitution, uh, left and right. Well, those so things, Obama. those things have taken their they took their toll and they allowed us to devolve into what we're seeing happening today. One of the first salvos at taking out our Constitution, and a lot of you may not even know this or or have never learned it in school because they don't teach it anymore, that senators were never meant to be elected. Never, never at all. The founding fathers built two separate legislative houses that were put in there differently for a reason. They, they did this for a reason. The House of Representatives are directly elected by a popular vote, and they have the power of the purse because they believe that, you know, the power of t- taxation and the power of the purse should be closest to the people, and it should be the easiest for them to be kicked out if they screw up. That's why their term's only two years, right? right? The senators, the Senate was not designed to be elected, the Senate was appointed by the state legislators. So the, the House was there for the people. That's why they call it the People's House. The Senate was there for the states to protect states' interests. And they were appointed by state legislatures. So the House and the, so who, who would appoint the senators of this state? The, the individual states' legislatures. Mm. So the House? Well, it depends on your state. You know, the constitution of your individual state would would have provisions to appoint those senators. And there was only two. So every state representation was equal. However, the House of Representatives, that the representation was based on people, the number of people. So you had you had direct representation in the in the house of representatives and then your state's interests were represented represented in the senate and it was built to be that way to offset each other's and that the senate and the house have separate powers different powers under the constitution when they stopped that appointment and made senators directly elected by the people that was the beginning of the downhill spiral yeah, because now a senator had to go out and be be accountable and try to bring pork barrel spending to the the districts that they were representing. You know, the House members, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to get trying to get money for my people so I can get reelected. And the senators were supposed to be Aristotle's they were, they were supposed to be above that. They were supposed to be the safeguard to say, no, we're not going to allow this pork barrel spending. We're not going to allow you to just willy-nilly throw all this money around. We're here to protect. We're a backstop for that BS. And that's why senators are there for six years, because they're supposed to be above that nonsense. And, and that was... When was that changed? Uh, God, I'm trying to remember when I, I want to say it was... In the 1870s, 1870s, 1870s. I got to look that up. I can't remember. It'd be funny if it was right around the time of the Act of 1871. I I believe it was. It sounds like it probably was. You know, that was the beginning of the corruption infiltrating every aspect of government. 
because now the money just goes crazy. The senators are like, oh yeah, let's, let's bring home the bacon for my district. And, and it, it was far too easy to corrupt them. Now, mm-hmm. plus they're in there for six year term. They are entrenched. Yeah. 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 No, I, and that's, sorry to get off on that side tangent, no, but no, that's a lot of people detail. don't know well, that. That is detail. I, we need that. I think this, tall, I, 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 to people me. People need to be explained like that. Well, but also to me, this all ties into it because all of this stems from the things they did in the past, which is one of those, the Act of 1871, the Federal Reserve Act, the taxation, all of those things that they've done in the past has led to this point. Yep. You know, because mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to look this up right here. It was with <laughs> it was in the uh, 17th Amendment to the Constitution made direct election of U.S. senators. And that happened in 1788. Oh. 1788. Holy yes. buckets. So a full hundred almost. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm <laughs> that that was when the Constitution was done. And then the yeah, I totally Look yeah, too quick because yeah, that's a that. hundred years before the Act of eighteen seventy. Um, it was uh, eighteen twenty six, and yeah, I'm just I'm looking really quick here. So, and I believe it was nineteen eleven. Yes, in nineteen eleven, they passed the joint resolution to uh, include that to be directly elected. Okay, so nineteen eleven. So it was after the Act of eighteen seventy. It was. Mm. But before, but before the act, two years before the Federal Reserve Act, yes. See how this? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it, 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 like it, it all it was, happens. You know, come on, there's no coincidence. It's little bits at a time, yep. and that's what we we've, we've been talking about. Incrementalism. Incrementalism. That that's yep. exactly Incrementalism. it. Little bits. These little, little bit. pegs. We're that all they corporate keep citizens and bit. debt slaves, and we're all fucking fucked in the ass. Every week, I'm a every single thing that we come on here and talk to you about, every week can come down to this incrementalism and we're trying to point these things out to you because this is how long it has taken for them to bastardize the constitution of the United States. And this people ask me all the time, how did we get here? How did we get to such a screwed up situation? And it was little drops at a time, Mm -hmm. little drops. They've been doing it for two, uh, over a hundred years. Yeah. And they've, it, 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 And, and quite literally, I think it goes further back than that. It, it goes back to the day we won the Revolutionary War. It could be. Because it was such an insane concept that common everyday people could run a government and that common everyday working Americans could own property and become government. You could be president if you wanted to. You didn't have to come from a monarchy. You didn't have to be a highborn. You didn't have to, you know, this was an insane concept to the world at that time. And, and, you know, the people back in, in, in the UK, in Great Britain, we had just become independent, our own country. And we're setting up a government of, of the people, by the people and for the people. That was absolute insanity to them. Yep. They couldn't even imagine that kind of and, system. And, you know, the, the, con- the Constitution is a brilliant document. It's absolutely brilliant. It's a culmination, you know, of, of Greek and Roman 
governmental philosophies uh, along with Christian values all poured in together. And if, I mean, I personally believe it's a result of divine intervention to get those people to agree the way they did in the Constitution. And look what we've done. And, and we have absolutely destroyed it. From day one, there has been forces coming against that constitution because the, the aristocracy of the time, the oligarchs of the day, thought that this is absolutely insane and they saw their world slipping away from them. And those oligarchs of that day are, are the, the same, same fucking same oligarchs of today. today. Same families, same oligarchs, and, and they, <clears throat> they want their world back. And what kills me is that the American people just, I mean, stop paying taxes. Stop doing your taxes. Everybody is so scared of the IRS. The government only has enough what power we give them. We need to band together and do something drastic like that and do a full stop on that shit. Defund the fucking federal government. Well, if you, well, we're going to keep paying for the migrants to, I'm sorry, the invaders to come over. <laughs> so it's one last little thing from this douchebag that he uh, said that I just got to title it because Kevin circled it. So we got to, we got to say Well, it. no, I was just, I got no, that, that on that migrant kick. took a lot out of me, but this one shouldn't be that bad because he's already said the worst shit he could possibly say at this point. Now he's just going to put a little cherry on the top. So this is him, Bob Menendez. You he asked. said he also criticized the administration's new asylum rule Wednesday, noting that the end of Title 42 presented a clear opportunity to reset their approach to migration. So I don't know well, if he's he wants to reset. The, they want to reset. They want to reset it. So they, they want to get rid of what worked, reset it to something that. Doesn't they just open the yeah. doors? Is what he wants. You know the government has such a great <laughs> idea about about uh, taking shit out and putting new shit in. Case in point, the Glass Steagall Act, which was taken out in '97, and whatever put, was put back in and caused the 2008 crash. Well, I mean, mm -hmm. we wouldn't have needed the Glass Steagall Act to begin with if they wouldn't have brought in the Federal Reserve Act. Exactly. <laughs> right. You want to you want to talk about screwing things up. It it goes that far back, yeah. you guys. Yeah. You you people watching, you know this stuff. I of course. I know you do. Of course. But it really goes back that far. And it's that deep. What we are fighting, the the culture war, everything that you see today goes that far back. It goes that deep. Mm -hmm. it, it really does. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that one particular report. But just on like a kind of a lighter note, I guess it's for fun. Did y'all hear about your boy Trump? CNN, CNN, putting, giving Trump like a prime time, like town hall. Like, right. I mean, I didn't watch it because I was, I didn't know about it. They didn't put, they didn't uh, advertise it real well, but. Well, we don't watch CNN. We, they we, did actually advertise I, it. I did hear that they did advertise it. They pumped on it quite a bit. Well, we, again, we don't watch it. You know, so we, I hate that I've we did see I've got it. a smart TV, and, and my TV is so smart it won't allow me to turn CNN on. That's a smart TV. That's a smart TV. But but the, the little snippets I saw, I just got to take the time. Wait, wait. And y'all know so I'm either corny. I'm either here nor there on Trump. So y'all know how I feel about that. But I just think hey. that he was. You, you want buttons, right? You going to play with the buttons? No. There. 
Oh, that was his. That was my joke. joke. Yeah, that was his joke. <laughs> I'm so disappointed all I, over I, again. I really do. Anyway, I'm never going to get that time back. The best, <laughs> the best liner of the entire time, how often what I saw was when he looked at that woman and said, you know, you're a nasty person. Yeah. <laughs> Just straight up. I mean, his directness. It was classic. I think I'm going to go home and look it up on YouTube to see if I could just watch it just to see their their back and forth tennis player thing they had going on. He's trying to answer a question. You know, she's asking him questions and he tries to answer and she interrupts him. She wanted to be anywhere else besides there. Well, she interrupted everything he said. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He, He wouldn't. Wasn't allowed to like elaborate on any subject nope. because he would get not even a full sentence out and she'd interrupt him. Yeah. She hated it. She and, hated it. And so he finally, finally got her to say, Hey, do you want me to answer the question? Do you want, I'm going to answer the question. And she's like, okay, fine. And he said, and he starts to answer and he just, he puts it in there nonchalantly. And you're a really nasty person, by the way. Yeah. And then he goes back. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, and you know what? That brings up a, a greater point. Cause I was thinking about this when we were driving out here. Because I saw a little blip about uh, Biden crying boo-hoo because he's like, oh, I'm getting negative press. Every time you look up, it's negative press. Ooh. Even though they have literally been working double, triple overtime to keep his nose clean. But anyway, I was just looking at the comparison. Like, if Trump is only two years younger than him, and that's what they say. I mean, I, I, I can only assume he's only two years younger than this man. How is it that Trump is able to be with it like... You know, how is it that if we're looking, if we're comparing, right, we're just looking at these two men. If I had Trump right here and Biden right here, just their physical appearance, Biden looks physically weaker, but not just that he's intellectually weaker. And I'm like, why is that? Why is that? And I said, it's because Trump has spent the last... 60 years being on his fucking gang, running his businesses, dealing with all kinds of shit, advisors and legal cases and you name it. He just got shit thrown at him. He's a businessman. It's always click, click, click. Meanwhile, Joe Biden has just been lying and scheming, scheming and lying all these years. Well, and living off off the the government. You you get rusty when you don't do that dialogue, even back in the 90s. And who knows what he's doing. I mean, he literally showers with a stepdaughter. Oh, oh, some of that creepy shit. So, yeah, if you compare even the early 2000 Biden, even though he was on some bullshit, he had a way of articulating it clearly. Right. Like well, when he, yeah, when he on, made the that, comment about the uh, 7-Eleven guy. Right. I mean, yes, very offensive, very ignorant. But you knew exactly what he was fucking trying to say. So I believe that the reason why his decline is so rampant is because he hasn't been forced to use his fucking brain. And we know he doesn't have one because he's lied about all of his credentials and his education. So I believe that the reason why Joe Biden is such a vegetable right now is that age old tale that God said, if you get something and you don't use it, you lose it. That motherfucker done lost his mind because he ain't used it in 60 years. You heard well, it here first. I believe that uh, the Joe Biden that we're seeing right now is a clone. No, it's him. No, I think it's a clone. <laughs> and the clone is like starting to malfunction and starting to deteriorate. And eventually, it, Biden's just going to be on stage. And just, just like, <laughs> and, and dissolve. Yeah. Like he did at his own town hall when he was just standing yeah, there fucking spazzing yeah, out. That already happened. That's the clone shit going <laughs> that are, on right that are, there. That already happened. <laughs> but what I'm now. saying is real shit. You know, this this is real. This man hasn't been forced this to use his brain. This is real shit. Come on, I heard it on Charlie Ward. 
Petroleum the Wars. The same yeah. mad bias coming and concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell? Is that the same guy you all always yapping about? He a fucking loon, too. Well, speaking of Biden and his corruption, you know, they, they basically... They got him kind of cornered, the whole Biden family. <laughs> Where? Well, because they're all fucking corrupt. Well, every one of them's corrupt, and there's a whistleblower coming out now Another willing to, one? Well, willing to testify directly to the corruption. Oh, shit, no. And, you know, this whistleblower's trying to come and testify, and the House of Representatives, the People's House member... <laughs> <laughs> it ain't the people's house anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's, fuckers it's in not, there, right? I, don't, I don't think it's ours the anymore. Corruption. I don't think really it's ours well, didn't anymore. the FBI pretty much tell that subpoena to go jump in a cake? I well, preferred so, that they so told him to kick rocks. Comer said, you know, they're doing an investigation into the Biden family business. The Biden, you know, what do we what do we call that? Yes. Uh, Criminal syndicate. Yeah, the criminal it's syndicate. Criminal syndicate. <laughs> criminal syndicate. That's nice, but I like pay for play. Uh, well. Okay, well, that's just one. There's aspect essentially of the no difference. Syndicate. The criminal syndicate encompasses everything, not just the pay for play. There, there's essentially <laughs> no difference between the Biden oh, family gosh, criminal syndicate and the the freaking cartels down in South America, right? And, and they have whistleblower. Finally, somebody is a whistleblower coming out to testify. They know where the receipts are. Comer is trying to subpoena a document from the FBI because the FBI actually investigated this. The FBI actually looked into this, and from all accounts, people are saying they actually buried it. Oh, oh, that they would never do well, that. Well, according to the statement from the FBI, this is they're still actively investigating it, and this is part of that investigation, this document FB230 or whatever the fuck it is. It, yeah, the actual document that they tried to request is called a... FD 1023 form. And the way I the way I look at it, what this document basically is. So if you say you have a robbery at a liquor store and you have six witnesses and you go around and you ask the, each witness what happened. Right. All six stories are going to be different and you don't have anybody to corroborate any other story, which is what this FB 234 is. It's a very base. It, it, it is. is it, was a, it was a. It was allegations yes. everything on this form is an allegation and it supposedly unsubstantiated or, or unconfirmed but now i'm sorry i used the wrong word it is not a the unsubstantiated is not the right term it was unconfirmed yeah it wasn't mm. corroborated so but, but now this whistleblower rate, it does. is a that form any form if you if you know of a form in the FBI, if you know of someone who filled out one of these forms, they're public record, which means you and I can yeah. get them. Anybody can get them. Yeah, this is you a fill out record. a yeah. FOIA request, you can get this form. It's a public form. Right. Mm. So the Comer and the House Committee subpoenaed this form from the FBI. Told them you have seven days to produce the form. Because what's happening is, is that the House subcommittee has a whistleblower and saying, We've got someone who can corroborate this the form. form. This form. Mm. So we need the form from you so we can see if so they, they corroborate it. Yeah, so the corroboration. Oh, hell no. Hey, the, FBI, the FBI is stonewalling them. The FBI gave them a, a letter, and it was a really nice way to I say, th go pound sand. Please, long. please read. Go, the, just a go pound sand is what they told them. Yeah, it was a six-page letter giving their reasons for not complying with the subpoenas. Weren't we told that these subpoenas, you know, this January 6th unselect committee, weren't 
weren't we told that those some subpoenas were binding and oh Trump better go oh, or he's sure. going to get put in jail? Okay. Well, the, the same but, thing they did with Bannon, and you know when they issued subpoenas, yeah, Bannon, Bannon actually you know, got arrested for yeah. for mm. not following the subpoena. So, and oh, those, I don't mean to go off track, but whatever happened to the whole Trump? Being arrested, indicted, bullshit. That just like is gone. I, I, I it was a distraction. On it's it. like gone. They gotta Where get more go? evidence. You know, Brad gotta work on some backdoor Anyways, shit. Anyways, sorry. So, you yeah, know at any rate, the, the FBI know. told told representatives, the House and Comer, to go pound sand, but they put it in a really nice way. They Aww. said, "This letter responds to your subpoena, authorized on May third, twenty twenty three." So they recognize the fact that it's an authorized subpoena. It's real. But they're saying, um. Demanding the production of documents within one week. So in other, they're placing some kind of demand. See the words that they use? The, the words they use make a difference. And they, they were chosen specifically. It took them a week to write this six-page letter. Goes on to say, as this was your first communication with the FBI seeking this information, please know that the FBI is committed to beginning the constitutionally mandated accommodation process. In other words, we're going to make you through jump through every bureaucratic hoop we possibly can when, to slow this process. Which they have no right to do that because None. it's public fucking knowledge, public, right? Public record. It's a public record form. Yes, absolutely. So they have no right to say anything other than here's the form. Yeah. And, and But it does continue. It says, the FBI is committed to working to provide the committee information necessary for your legitimate oversight interests. Mm. But they don't believe this is a legitimate oversight, obviously. While also protecting the executive branch confidentiality interests and the law enforcement responsibilities. What, even the, what the fuck does that even mean? Executive branch and that's the president. Since when... Does the FBI worry about confidentiality interests in the executive branch? Answer me. When did they start worrying about it? I know the answer. It's when Democrats are in the executive branch, they're worried about their confidentiality. Oh, of course. But if there's a Republican in office, by God, we're going to leak and expose every freaking thing we possibly can. How many leaks <laughs> did we get out of the FBI when Trump was in office? Oh, <laughs> Countless. It was daily, daily yeah. leaks coming out of that FBI mm -hmm. when Trump was in office. Go back and look at, at FBI informants through the years. I can tell you constantly, every time it was Bush, he had plenty of leaks. Reagan, they had plenty of leaks in the FBI. And the FBI went after Nixon, both guns blazing. Mm. When you know, we Clinton, talked about the Watergate tapes, he was just... Leaking all over. What's her name? Oh. No, just just on her dress. Hey, <laughs> You wanted buttons. I'm giving you buttons. <laughs> oh yes. We should well, not have fines on that. <laughs> either so, what I don't understand. So did did. Did Congress, why didn't this subcommittee just fill out the FOIA? Did they fill out a FOIA request and they told them to go fuck themselves on the FOIA request? I, I think they, well, they're not, a FOIA request is for a citizen, for you and I. We, we can fill out FOIAs. Congress doesn't need a FOIA. They just ask. Because they're, they're part of the same company. I understand just, that. You know, the FBI is in the other room but and they say, hey, I need that form. But from as a citizen, can't a congressman just go? You would think. 
That's what I would have done if it's a FOIA. Why well, lastly, what you're saying just. Yeah, you know, a, a rep Why fill didn't out the Comer, because I don't know. Why didn't Comer, instead of writing a fucking, doing a subpoena, right. just go request it by a FOIA? I don't, is there chain of custody issues? I don't know. Maybe they really don't Not want Not if the it's form. a FOIA. It's, it's public sure. record. Sure, I know. I, I, I don't know. At any rate, they, you know, they sent a subpoena. Be, so... There was no chance with sometimes with the FOIA request when you get something back, it is redacted from hell. I and mean, that could have been that could have been that so could have been that with the subpoena, it is a legally binding request. You have to produce the material unredacted, unredacted. Yes, Ooh. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're fighting it because they don't want they, they don't they don't want to they can't have it. They the can't have it. Is ridiculous. Uh, well, again, so <laughs> let, let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. So let's say they, they, they did this subpoena for this form to the FBI. The FBI says, okay, we're going to give you the form. They give them the form. They corroborate the, 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 uh, that Joe Biden is a criminal. What are they going to do? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, you should have had me answer that, ask that question because I know you both of you would pair it. Nothing. <laughs> well, what do you think would happen? I, I don't think anything's going to come Do you think that they this. would do a referral <laughs> to the Department you? of Justice? No, for no. criminal prosecution. And no, you think you know, that even if they did, that the Department of Justice would even do it? Yeah, we know that for a fact, right? Garland, he could have an airtight ta- case showing corruption, showing Biden's malfeasance, showing the entire family's corruption with the exactly. money and who got this and the money and everything. He could have an absolute airtight case. But remember, prosecutors have prosecutorial discretion, yep. which means even if it's a deadlock case, they can decline to prosecute. Yep. And you know Garland would decline so to prosecute. So basically, you try to make it sound like us parroting nothing was so bad. You just went about it in a roundabout <laughs> yeah, he way. Just, he's he just, just smart ass. Well, he does what liberals he do. He sugarcoats it and changes the exactly. language to fit his Donald own fucking liberal. narrative. Point what, right there, and liberal. Like, well, what, what did they're I gonna change? Do is Garland could have all the information. Well, so and Garland can uh, spin it around you, and uh, you, throw it back over to Susan Rice, who can spin it back over and throw it to the bomber under the basement and uh, yeah. regurgitate it out of Biden's mouth and spit it right back at you. But you got no, you got to get George word. Soros' stamp on yeah. it first. We got, yeah. we got to the same result, one word. <laughs> I, I, to, me, to me, I mean, I just think this is, I don't know what's going on. I mean, there's so much going on in the world right now that it's, it's just absolutely crazy with the economies of the world, the countries, you know, locking people down. I think China... What the fuck is going on in China? We don't even know. No, we have no idea. But but I'm sure the FBI does because they're taking lessons from China. Oh yeah, well, and, and and Comrade LeBom might too because he he's out there doing something in China. So yeah, I mean, I this this whole response that the FBI gave to them is just a really elegant way to say pound sand. Is we that, ain't we ain't doing nothing what for did you. I say? It's like a nice breakup letter. What did I say? Maybe last week when we were talking about this subpoena thing, and what did I say? Probably they weren't gonna get you. FBI was gonna go. <laughs> yeah. Well, Comer is not happy. Oh, well, what's Comer gonna do? Comer slam the FBI I'm stone. Mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take it anymore. We're not hey, gonna hang on. Take he said it. it is clear from the FBI's response that the unclassified record. The Oversight Committee subpoenaed exists, so we know it exists for sure, but they're refusing to provide it to the committee. The FBI's position is trust, but you aren't allowed to verify. Uh-oh. Let me let me guess. 
Who appointed Ray as director of FBI? Who was it again that appointed Ray? I forget. I don't know. The FBI director? Yeah, Ray. Christopher yeah. Ray, the FBI director. Yeah, you're going to tell us, ain't you? You know, I don't know. It was your boy, Trump. Yeah. That ain't my boy. <laughs> I don't fuck with him like that. It, it is interesting <laughs> to me, though, that seeing the White House reaction. I, I mean, this is just so perfect. Um, you know, the White House just can absolutely lie with impunity. Mm -hmm. it just It doesn't matter what it is. They're going to get... John, what's her name? KGP. That mop head mother. That idiot can come John out. John name And and she number a muff diver. Anything, and she gets <laughs> absolutely no pushback from the media. The media does not call her on her lies ever. The, of course the, not. The media just sucks. Oh yeah, whatever you say. But Ducey was the only one that really kind of went back at her. But yeah, the other he, pawns he try probably was now, put in his place. His daddy yeah. probably put him in his place. You know, because he's, he's on. You know, and I used to watch it, Fox and Friends. I used to watch it almost every morning with him and Kilmeade, and yeah, you know. But they're but all he, fucking corrupt cocks. So the White House stated. <laughs> continues to state that Biden was not aware of or involved in any of Hunter Biden's business dealings, going so far to say as the president never spoke to his son about his business dealings. Mm, mm, that is mm. a quote from the White House. The president never spoke to his son about his business dealings. BS. He know, went to Ireland with BS. Hunter Biden what? went to Ireland with Joe Biden mm -mm. and Joe Biden's uh, brother, and they were doing business that set Hunter Biden to go to, to get money from Burisma. There is a widely released message, you know, tape recorded phone conversation and widely released email messages from. Biden to his son Hunter saying don't worry about talking about, it. about business. <laughs> don't worry about it. That 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 thing's gonna blow over. That that article on you is gonna blow over. We How got that. How can you possibly say he never spoke to his son about his business dealings? Let, I, people, let, you guys are smart. You know this stuff. Let me tell y'all something. This is my personal opinion, of course. Bald face lies. It is. Well, they <laughs> could catch. They could have a whistleblower. Or a, a photographer actually have pictures of Joe Biden and Hunter Biden moving the dead bodies of their business partners. They could have those pictures. And the same day they will come out and go after the guy who took the pictures and they would defend Joe Biden saying that he was protecting the rights of the business dealers. Even though they were moving the bodies for disposal. And they were invested with COVID. And, and so they had AGP to be would come and out yep. and say, Joe Biden never touched he a dead body in his life. Even though the picture shows him holding dealers. the leg, he he's never there. done that. He he's, wouldn't do it. He never would. He would Meanwhile, never. Meanwhile, let's talk about this photographer, huh? Who yeah. didn't pay his taxes in 2013. One of the funniest parts is uh, <laughs> GOP Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri tweeted and you guys that are my age or even a little older, you're going to recognize this. The American people deserve to know whether their president is a crook. Oh, 
That's a direct quote from Richard M. Nixon when he addressed the country. The American people deserve to know whether or not their president is a crook. Well, well I can tell you, I am not a crook. He, Joe Biden is definitely a crook. I mean, he wouldn't be able to say that with a straight face. I tell you, the guy is as crooked as they come. They're all crooked. Well, well he's the face of it right now. You got to look at the guy at the top, and unfortunately, yeah, he's the, he's the he, ass at the top. He, yeah. And how come he always looks like he's fucking squinting and just trying to figure because out what the fuck is going to on? Out, like, he can't see anything, he, probably. They're always like, he don't smoke like 13 blunts. Like, hey, what are we at? Like, that's literally what, what I'm waiting for him to say. Bugs Bunny? What are we at? What am I looking at? Daffy Duck? Who got the weed? Who got the weed? I'm just I'm waiting. Weed. His son is Hunter Biden. You don't think he Joe Blunt? Joe ain't never Joe smoked Blunt? the blunt with uh, Hunter Biden. You, <laughs> you think they think, never you, smoked? Do you think? Do you think they did some crack rock? I know Joe Biden has smoked some crack rock. Well, you know Clinton Fuck like Clinton. He did some blow. Clinton smoked, but he didn't inhale. I wonder uh, if Biden inhaled. Okay. I didn't um, have sex with that woman. If you like to take showers with your dick. stepdaughter, <laughs> I would suggest you probably aren't above doing coke. Just saying. Creep ass no, motherfucker. You know, if, if there's anything in the world that just lights me up more, I, I can't stand hypocrisy. And, and the hypocrisy that we're talking about tonight between the Title 42 and, and you know, Biden... And the White House saying, oh, we've never had any dealings, but and, and and they're not supposed to be able to investigate Biden, but yet we can investigate the hell out of every Republican president. Mm-hmm. It, it's just pure hypocrisy that makes me crazy. Well, what, have you, what have you said many times, Kevin? Rules, Rules for, for thee and none, none for, for me. me. It is definitely that. It's the whole document scandal, the Russia collusion scandal. I mean, everything, the tax evasion, motherfucker ain't pay taxes, but they kept going after Trump taxes. I mean, it's check, check, check and check. It's just, I can't believe he complains about the media's coverage of him when they are literally working to protect him. It just shows how weak you really are, like, as a man and as a person, like, you wouldn't even be able to handle an hour of the fucking treatment that Trump got. Come on now. Stop it. Excuse me? We're talking about Joe Biden. Joe. We're talking about the Joe Biden that got 87,000 million gazillion votes. Trillion. You got to add a trillion in there. Joe Biden. message. Ever elected to any position (laughs) in any election in the known universe and beyond. We're going after your social security and uh, we we don't need any AR-15s and come here little girl. How old are you? 13? I'm four. Oh yeah, you're good enough. Come on. That's really what he is. That's really, yeah. I think that was a very... (laughs) Awesome attempt at a Joe John, Biden. I don't have an attempt at a Joe Biden because this is what I really think of a fucking Joe Biden. Anyway, we're going to wrap this up because I would just. Reminds me of Quagmire. You seen, the, seen that, quick, that clip? Quagmire knocks on the door and this gal answered, How old are you, honey? 16. Oh, you're 18? Good to go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that one. I saw that one. She was like, Well, I mean, oh, good. This is going to be a good day. This is a twofer. There's so much pedophilia in that shit. Come on. Yeah. Sometimes I'm watching TV and I'm just like, the fuck? That's the fuck. Yeah. 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 The homosexuality, the satanic shit. They just throw it all out there. Honey, do you have a final thought? I do. That you want to share. the and none for me. Okay, Kevin. When, wait. When do we get to start? Wait. 
Because he's never done with his final thought. Have no, you noticed that? I know. So I'm trying to elaborate. Well, get some more out of when it. When do we get to do that? When when do we get to never live by the no rules like them? Never. You know, I, I was thinking Unless there's about like maybe a zombie apocalypse. Breaking a law and, and see what happens. You become, you know, like a leader of a resistance group or, you know. I got to wait for zombies for that. Or, you know, maybe there's uh, an up, uprising upheaval of uh, the economy crashes and the, the whole country goes to shit and you have to survive and you become a leader of a survival group. So the same as zombies. Kind of. <laughs> okay. Yeah. God, or just... you could be like the Danny McBride character and This is the End who got kicked out of the house and became a cannibal. <laughs> God. I don't want to be like him. Is this your final thought? Wearing some dude's skull on we, we could all start a, a David Crash cult or something somewhere. You know, that whole Waco thing, I don't know I don't, about I that. don't know if I want to be a part of a cult, but maybe a community where we just kind of support each There's other. There's a good portion of the country that's part of a cult, and it's called liberalism. I, yes, again, sir. I'm not in that cult, and I have no interest, and um, ding, I, ding, ding. I don't want to be that. Honey, your final thought? It's two um, weeks in a row you've been a winner. Oh, you hit it right on the head. The the, the cult called liberalism. Mm, yeah. Well, we also talked about cognitive dissonance, dissonance yeah. which is the my final thought way is this. Of, uh, <clears throat> when I was a roofer. Oh, Lord. Um, speaking of the nail on the head, I had to do a cedar shingle job at Breck School. We re-roofed their church. It was all hand, hand uh, cedar shingles. We had to hand, hand nail it. Damn. And I got very good. And put, pulling out a handful of nails, whittling one out, one hit. Whittling one out, one hit. How many thumbnails do you lose? None, actually. Because I was pretty good with a hammer. You know, I, a couple of times I did a, uh, you know, 16-penny nail, set it, boom, one hit into a two-by-four into the roof. I was pretty good with a hammer. Plus, I used a 24, 26-ounce hammer. Honey, is this your final thought? Where, yeah, where that's you, my final thought. Where are you thought. going, where are you going with, with this? this? I, I'm, I'm not going anywhere other than it was reference to you hitting, hitting the, the nail on the head. The okay, the head. I'm going to give you another opportunity. Do you have another final thought? No, nope. I think I've wasted our viewers' time enough. Just, you know. Well, I was hoping you were going to lead up with uh, Kevin. Final thought. All right, where are we going with this? Well, you know, I don't know. I'm feeling crazy tonight. It yeah. feels like it just... Stuff is flowing. We're having a good time. Yeah. It's a Friday night morning show. It's a Friday night morning show. I mean, what the heck? I don't know. Final thought is uh, keep this in mind when you're watching future programs and watching our previous programs. We're, we talk about a lot of different subjects and we try to talk about the news of the day to keep it relevant and fresh and and you know something that's happening in our lives today but the underlying theme is there it, it's broken the way our government is working today is broken and we need to get back to these fundamental constitutional ideals we need to get back to the idea that the constitution provides enumerated powers to our government that it's just not free will whatever they want to do they can't just write laws and do whatever they feel like they have enumerated powers and those powers are specific and limited that the true power lies at the state level and the actual citizens level it says that right in the constitution 
So keep that in mind when you're listening and watching our program that we need to get back to that. And the things we're pointing out that are wrong are because they go against our constitution, because they go against what the founders envisioned for this country. The way that this country has become the incredible country that we have, and and as bad as things are, it is still an incredible country and the last bastion of freedom in this world. The reason for that is because of our Constitution. We need to get back to those bases. We need to get back to those ideals. So when you're looking at what your government officials are doing today, even the Republicans, even the people who claim to be conservative and claim to have the the citizens in mind, remember that. Watch what they do. Are they consistent with the ideals laid out in the Constitution? That's the litmus test, people. Not, Not what they say, not the appearances they give. The litmus test is in the Constitution. If they're following that, That's what we need to be watching out for. And I think that theme has held true through our programming. And I I hope we we stay consistent. If we don't, you hold us on it. Thank you, Kevin. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, Sugar Bear. And thank you guys for sticking around with us. If you came on time, if you came in in the middle, if you came in for the last few, we really, really appreciate you. As we say before, we're just a pilot, a nail tech and a foreman just trying to get the truth out there. Me personally, I just kind of got tired of being lied to. So we decided to start doing this. And it's always nice when you guys, if we do do something wrong and you can kind of give us an email or a comment. I mean, it helps. We we love doing this and we do it because we just kind of want the truth. And we assume you guys do, too. So thank you so much for being with us tonight. And final thought for me. Honestly, after we start talking about Andrea, she just kind of been in the back of my head now. Um, and it really pisses me off that that fucker is around here really thinking that them putting people military to keep us safe is a bad idea. Meanwhile, Andrea is dead and gone. I'm pretty sure she would be offended by that statement. And it's just sickening. It really is sickening to know that there are people thinking like that and even terrifying that they are the people who are making the rules. So like Kevin said, you have to just be aware Um, And just start paying attention. As we know, they're coming for our freedoms, all of them. Freedom of speech specifically for us here at The Gray Matters because we've gotten banned on a few platforms, mainly YouTube. And um, it's not going to stop us from telling us the truth. It's not going to stop the truth. We're going to keep talking. We're going to keep saying it. Uh, We're not funded. We're not corrupt. So we can say what the hell we want to say. Keep banning us. I don't care. Damn straight. Damn straight. We're just going to find a new platform. Um, baby, we like Velcro. We ain't going nowhere. So, um, <clears throat> quote for tonight: Freedom. It is to ask nothing, to expect nothing, and to p- depend on nothing. Now we know our government don't like that shit. So let's say it again: Freedom is to ask nothing, to expect nothing, and to depend on nothing. We know that the government is trying to get their tentacles in everything so that we can depend on them. Your freedom, my freedom, it all hinges on the fact that we're here on our own volition. We can do what the fuck we want to do within, as Kevin said, the the rules of the Constitution and, of course, the law. You have to abide by the law. 
But the world is your oyster. If you want to go and do something fun, great and exciting to better yourself, even in this fucked up world, I suggest you still go do that. I'm getting a new job at Lifetime. I'm just going to do it for fun because Lifetime is a bougie ass gym that I would never pay a membership for. But I found out you get a free membership when you work there. So you got to learn how to work the system. Okay. So um, look at me. I'm going to be working at Lifetime and I'm going to get a bougie ass gym membership just because I thought that was something fun. I'm going to get to do pedicures and go get me a bougie little uh, spa treatment and go to the pool. I'm going to do all these things. Even in the midst of this fucked up world, I'm still going to enjoy my life. Why? Because I have the freedom to do it. And I suggest you do the same. We love y'all here at the Great Matters, and we hope y'all have a great week. Bye. See ya. See ya.